welcome to the Big Apple School podcast, the weekly English show where we speak about everything under the sun. The major goal of the show is to help you improve your English and, of course, learn something new. My name is Katya, I'm your host, and today with me... I'm Gary. I'm Madonna. And Varya. Guys, you know, as usual, I'm going to say that we here at Big Apple School are doing our best to be as useful to you as possible. And we're doing it through our podcast and through our website and, you know, all the social media. And we really want to get some of your feedback about it. So you can subscribe to our pages on Apple, Yandex, Google, VK or any other platform where you listen to our podcast. And let us know what you think about our show. Rate and review our podcast stars, leave some comments, ask questions. You can ask questions to Gary specifically, you know, to make him join VK. And you can even send your ideas about our next episodes. It won't take much time effort, but it will help us a lot to become even better and make it to the top three of educational podcasts on VK. We're now pretty close to being in the top five. So come on, help us on this one. Is it my vanity kicking in? No, it's not. So how's it going? How do you enjoy the lovely fall weather? I love the wind. It, it, um, it blows my hair. I like it. Well, if I had hair, I would love the wind too. But it's only a fond memory of, of, of hair. That is wind. Wind I can still Remember. experience. Yes, yes, direct, very directly. Do you feel sad about the summer being over? Mm, no, never. I love autumn pretty much. What for? I don't know. The colors, I think. The colors, the wind again. Oh, yeah. you mean the gray, the gray and the gray? <laughs> no, no, they are so bright and beautiful. Last weekend, my family and I, we went to the village where my grandma uh, grew up and uh, we went to the forest. Guys, it was so beautiful. It is, uh, it, it sounds so beautifully because there are no uh, insects almost and uh, just everything is uh, bright because of the autumn, yeah, Uh green, red, uh, brown and other colors. So where did you go? Because, you know, I'm walking here in Novosibirsk and all I see is gray and gray and puddles no. and mud, you know. It's, too early. Uh, it's just halfway to Barnaul. Right. Okay. Wow. So this south. is this is how. <laughs> Ew, south, Gary. <laughs> well, no, no, I mean, just it's uh, south. It should, well, you know, the geography of it. Oh, well. Do I have to yeah. explain? No, it, in the north, I would think it would it would be changing faster, right? Because it's getting colder. Uh, right? but, but I that's think the uh, they, um, or is it the, the reason, mountains? Is it high? Uh, it's, uh, the region is uh, highlands and the uh, lowlands altogether. So uh, in the lowlands, there are um, pretty many bushes uh, with uh, different berries and so on. So they look really beautifully. So because of that, when you see uh, the colors uh, in the forest, uh, for example, the pine trees and mm-hmm. uh, altogether the birches and so on, so they are different. And uh, if you look down uh, into, uh-huh. into the, the right, lowlands... the shrubs change. But yeah. I guess you have mm-hmm. to go somewhere, you know... Other than Novosibirsk. Yeah, <laughs> to enjoy this. I have to be honest, while living in Novosibirsk and in Yakutsk, I never understood, you know, the beauty of the fall. Uh-huh. You know how you read Russian poetry and it's all about the fall and beautiful colors and, the, and the, you know, the gold of it. And I just, I was reading and thought, wait, what are you talking about? This is not what fall looks like. And then I went to Moscow in October once. Oh, and I understood what they were talking about. It was just so beautiful in the parks. And then I went to Massachusetts and I saw all the foliage. Oh, yeah. it's really beautiful. Oh, there. my goodness. I fell in love with the fall. 
not in Siberia. Yeah, but yeah. It does it here too. It's just, it's a short time, right? It's. And you have to go somewhere, you know, that has trees, I guess. We have a tradition and we go to the village uh, in the beginning of September. So just to enjoy, to enjoy the views, uh, to maybe pick up mushrooms. This time there were no mushrooms at all. But Seriously, I've seen all the pictures. I of don't like know where. <laughs> of my friends and people I know and like, you know, on social media, people just picking up so yeah. much. No, uh, we weren't that lucky. So okay. we found a few big uh, mushrooms, I think. That's all. Just, all right. I don't know. I, ha- <laughs> I have fingers of two my hands to count how many mushrooms we found. That's Aww, all. Okay. Yeah. Hey. So what do you usually do in the fall? I mean, do you have any plans? Are you getting ready for the winter? So what is your typical fall? I don't know. Enjoy the weather if it is good. Yeah. If it's not that windy as it is today. I woke up actually at six o'clock in the morning because the wind, because of the wind. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't say I don't enjoy it, but it's too too strong yeah, to my taste. Barbara, Gary, thoughts yeah. on the fall? Oh, October um, in the south, in the United States, is my favorite because we do have those mm. the turning leaves. We didn't have that in California, so I didn't know. Just like you, I did not know what that meant. Mm-hmm. But in the south, we have that. I love October, and then it's it's the start of our holidays, mm. Halloween. And do you ever miss it? Um, miss the fall in the south. In the south, oh, I miss the summers in the south because of the smells and the Katie did. And the what? Katie dids. The grasshoppers, the, the crickets. Oh, Katie okay. Katie dids. Yeah. <coughs> Bugs. Bugs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Creatures. <laughs> right. The South is great for oh, bugs. Oh, no, they yeah. sing. They rub their legs together, yeah. I guess, yeah, and they chirp somehow, there's and they're so beautiful. I love is it. that when they do it, like, you know, you do it like that? Like, what are you planning, <laughs> yeah. insect? Like, what kind of a evil plan... You have. Yeah, I don't know how they make the noise. I'll have to Google it. I don't know if they <laughs> right, yes. That's how we find information <laughs> that's, these that's days. Correct, yes. Yeah. All righty. And Gary. Well, uh, what was the question? The the fall. Yeah. Well, as long as the weather is good, at least there'll be a couple more days. I mean, I go. I my thing is I go. The academic got a dock, and the leaves will be turning later. Yeah. There. And it's very nice, very beautiful. Okay. Very beautiful, even if they don't turn, because it's just <sighs> always beautiful. Yeah, I agree. Agree. All right. And we are here today to talk about ourselves. Well, no, we are here to talk about personality and character traits and everything. But, well, I want to ask you first, how would you describe yourself? So how would you describe your personality? I have two personalities. <laughs> you and your evil alter ego? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I didn't know that uh, this podcast was about personalities. I, somehow I get my podcast in this mixed up. Um, so this is a, a pleasant surprise, I guess. <laughs> okay. Barbara enjoys being surprised by yeah, things. I love the surprises. <laughs> right. um, but don't we, don't we have a personality that we share with other people when we're among other creatures? And then we have a certain personality when we're by ourselves, a little deeper and deeper thought. 
Um, aren't we like that? That is a good point. I would even say that, you know, sometimes we have even more personalities mm. than, you know, depending on who right. we are around. <laughs> yes, depending that's true. On, depending yeah. on your particular problem yes. conditions. Yeah. Yes. Well, I mean, let's be honest, unless you're not, unless that's a part of your personality that you're not honest. Ah. Of course I'm going to be honest. <laughs> and and it's, it's for us to decide Well, then I won't be honest. (laughs) I'll make a point of not being honest. But we still have some certain uh, personality traits that are unchangeable, that are always there with us no matter who we are around. So, and how would you describe this? Who are you? Well, I am very serious. And I think because I'm very serious, I really exude, I think, bubbliness when I'm around people. But really, truly, my my deep down, I'm very serious. How does that show? I mean, um, by I think being by myself, and uh, I guess self examining, um, maybe the past, what the future is, who I am, my thoughts about things, and uh, to me, life is serious but we're not supposed to be serious we're supposed to enjoy it (laughs) but uh, for me it seems to be very serious does that mean that being serious you're also very responsible reliable a person like that? i am and i think i i have a lot of integrity i will really um i might lie to you on certain things but for the most part (laughs) my character trait is great integrity i i feel that that's really important for me okay and i would say that i have integrity barbara you used to be um a ballet teacher well you still are right you still i don't teach ballet but i still do a few exercises and it will it's a part of me and that is a very serious you have to be serious in class and um especially with um Teachers that are very strict and things mm-hmm. have to very critical. I would say that it's a very critical, cruel world, and I think that's how. And I wanted to ask you because of that: Have you ever been very bossy? And you know, yes, very- I've been very bossy. Yes, and I've been told not to be bossy. But you know what I do? Um, we women tend to be a little bit more timid because we're we're told that we're a certain way if we're aggressive or what's the word? Um, assertive. Mm-hmm. And so I would study men ballet teachers and I would listen to what they're saying to students. I thought, okay, let me try that. And so I would act like a male teacher and I couldn't get away with half the things, anything that they would say. So it's, um, uh, I have to control my bossiness because I probably, I like things my way. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm sorry, it's not really on the topic, but I always wanted to ask you about um, your thoughts on Russian School of Ballet. Because if you ever see videos or if you ever attend a ballet class in Russia, oh my God, the aggression you get from teachers there is unbelievable. So, you know, they would say something like, oh, I thought I was teaching ballet to girls and not to hippopotamuses, you know, something like that. Or you're not even a person, you're not a human being until you learn how to do this properly. So, and these are just the kindest things you can hear in a class, you know. Yeah, and it's not just in Russia. I mean, it's all over. It is is definitely a cruel world. So it is a part of being in Belay. Yeah, so you have to be thick-skinned and tough. Yeah. All right. Oh, wow. So we can add that then to your list of character traits. You're thick-skinned. Thick-skinned. Like, you're trying to insult me. 
I was in Berlin for so many years. You can't insult me. Okay. Alona, Gary, how would you describe yourself? I don't know. Uh, being serious, it is part of my life as well, but because I'm the uh, eldest child in the family. And oh, yeah. does that mean that you're also very responsible then again? No. No. <laughs> You're the eldest child in the family. I would expect yeah, you to. <laughs> what kind of family is this? <laughs> yeah. So, oh, I think half responsible, but uh, serious. Uh, yes, uh, it was uh, really funny. Even uh, being uh, flirty with a guy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, talking about some something, and uh, I I'm really straight. Uh, I. I see that the conversation is going well and everything is fine. So we are uh, really we are in a friendly mood. So and then somebody tells me, like my sister or somebody, like he was flirting to you, and I was really, <laughs> really <laughs> that was flirt. So really serious, and sometimes I, I even can't control it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uncontrollably um, serious. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I can't no notice uh, that uh, trait uh -huh. sometimes uh, being on. Yeah, and uh, the other thing is, I think it's kind of head in the clouds. Yeah, uh, yeah, being a little dreamy. Uh, This is a very interesting combination. It is. Yeah. 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 So as Barbara said, uh, we I think have uh, plenty of personalities. Yeah. So depending on what uh, or the situation is or who we are communicating with, yeah. And I don't think it's uh, hypocritical even, yeah. So uh, it it's just the way the uh, human being reacts to mm -hmm. the situation and uh, so uh, how we feel uh, as comfortable or we feel uh, in different situations and uh, with the people. Mm -hmm. We interact. So, yeah, head in the clouds. Um, so being serious. Yeah. Dreamy at the same time. Yeah. So, head in the clouds. How else would you describe yourself? I don't know. Uh, I'm most part of my life, I think I'm a true introvert. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Even being an English teacher. Uh, so, it's supposed to be um, like profession well, the, the person must be a little uh, more open yeah to people uh, to uh, the situations and so on but uh, when you come home yeah you just lie down you just uh, stay there for I don't know uh, an hour on your sofa not talking to anybody maybe patting the cat Well, That's you know, all. people tend to only differentiate extroverts and introverts, but we tend to forget about mm -hmm. ambiverts. Mm -hmm. So okay. do you know who ambiverts are? And Endover? MB. So A-M-B-I. Oh, so they're both? A little exactly. Bit of both. So right. ambiverts, they are people who have a tendency to be a rather extrovert. You know, they enjoy talking to people. They enjoy socializing. But at the same time, they need quite a long time to, you mm -hmm. know, recover from all that socializing yeah. after that. So they enjoy socializing, but at the same time, they enjoy being alone and they enjoy time with themselves. So, and that means that very often before they, you know, go out or something which they enjoy, they might need some time, you know, to recharge, to mm. just be in a quiet space, not, you know, touch and not talk to. So, so these are ambivalents. That, that would define me better, I think, yeah. So uh, being uh, sociable, 
uh, yes, uh, but for just some part of my life, for some part of the day, but then I need some time for myself mm-hmm. because it's really uh, so uh, resourceful, I think, being a, uh, an open person, being an introvert. Yeah, oh, it takes energy. Yes. Yeah, it's draining. It's draining. Yeah, yeah. very mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Well, it also depends on who you're with, of course. You mm-hmm. know, sometimes we have to deal with people who are just... You know, those people who are like energy vampires, you spend yeah. some time with them and then you're just emotionally drained. You're mm-hmm. exhausted, which is unbelievable. Like, I just spent an hour with you. Why am I feeling so bad? Yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Okay, Gary. Yes. <laughs> Don't be humble. Yes. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I would fall into, I'd, I think if you say you're an introvert, that's not a great thing to say. I, I think it's fine. I think mm-hmm. it's true. Why? Why I think, you, I, think why? I am. Well, I, I don't think it's yeah, not a good thing to I th- say. It's I just, don't think it, yeah, I don't think it is either, but I think for some people it's got, I don't know what the associations are, but not, not great. And, but I am an introvert and I, I think, but I can function extroverted so maybe ambivert i've never even heard the term uh-huh. but then again i didn't know that my foot was as long as my <laughs> as so my, you have to come my, out of your little cavern to learn things i do have to come out. <laughs> that's, that's today's right. edition of down. things gary lot is getting larger and larger right. you know? that's right but uh no so i'm i would say i am a, i'm truly an introvert and but because Life requires you, right, to do things, and, and I enjoy it, uh, actually, but it does seem not consistent, mm-hmm. but it does drain me, so that if I'm, you know, doing whatever, um, I want to not do that mm-hmm. for a while. Well, introverts have a bad rap, but it's not fair, because yeah. we introverts should be able to be one if we want to be one, or it's, we're, we are what we are, and we can't help it. I think it's just, you know, some kind of misconception. So some people have this wrong assumption that introverts are like sociophobic. But yeah, it's or not necessarily true. depressed or... Yeah, but that's absolutely not true. But I have also noticed that the world is becoming easier for introverts. You know how earlier, for example, you had to deal with every single problem by talking to people. You had to call, you yeah. had to go and talk to people. Now you can avoid this contact, you know, now thanks to technology. I love it so much. I know. I mean, I'm not an introvert. I'm a rather extroverted person. But even I, whenever I have an opportunity not to talk to people, you know, when dealing with a problem, I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. Online, you know, when you order things, like order a pizza, you don't even have to talk to people anymore. You just do everything online. You don't get a call. I love it. It's just so great. So I can relate, yeah. And um, I think the other um, idea is that uh, dealing with the problem, yeah, if we talk about the problems, it's um, you, it's distant, yeah. So uh, you can put it off, put it, uh, put it away, yeah, uh, for just uh, a little, uh, your phone probably, yeah, maybe uh, your computer, you can turn it off, yeah. So the problem is being decided there. Yeah. <laughs> so somehow... Yeah, and uh, you okay? You state it. You state the problem, and you are, you know that it's gonna be reacted somehow someday. Yeah. So, okay, 
I done everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I'm so you waiting. can leave it, right? Yeah, you can I'm waiting deal for with the it, result. Leave it, yeah, walk yeah. away. Yeah. <laughs> I love it, actually, really. All right. So, Gary, you are in, an introvert. How else would you describe yourself? Oh, I, I, oh uh, wow. Well, <laughs> so, yeah, right. well I, I would say, uh, I would say some things like methodical, methodical. Mm-hmm. That's oh, a, is that a that, character? Oh, that's wonderful. It's a wonderful trait, be methodical. Well, thank you, Barbara. Okay. Okay, what does that mean? I mean, how does that... Well, it means that, uh, let's say you have to deal with something, right? Whatever it is, some kind of a little problem or a challenge, as they say, uh, you can kind of try to approach the problem and figure out how to go about it and first thing to do and then another thing to do, another thing to do, and then persistent. I would say I'm pretty persistent. But would you take too long? Uh, yes, I would say I do. <laughs> the other part, the downside of it, there is a negative is that it's a bad combination. I'm a little bit, uh, not a little bit, but probably a lot indecisive and kind of weak. Uh, just in general, I would say. Um, but you but, can see two sides of things. That That's the positive. If you're indecisive, yeah, I can definitely doesn't that see mean two sides of you'd things. be a yeah, good debater? Uh, it, it. It's supposed to be sort of a good thing, also. Right? <laughs> yes, that you. I can usually, yeah, I can almost always, or a lot of times, anyway, see both sides, which doesn't make it easy to decide between them, right? Because you can really understand the other point of view, and da, 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 and so it makes it a little more complicated. If you only see one side of it, which I think more impulsive people might. Mm-hmm. Be, right, they just see it one way and they act on that, and it's all sort of in one in one motion. And if you divide it up and say, "Well, what is this?" and you know, "Is there another way?" and how to, then it gets more complicated because you can see some nuance. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay, not- so with this, you either I see it two ways. You either have to hire a decider for you, so they'll just decide it. <laughs> hire a decider, or- <laughs> right, right, or. <laughs> decider. You've got to listen to your gut because you can have all sorts of things racking yeah, around well, you in your brain. Do. You finally but do. But then, on what some, does your gut say? Well, and on some level, you finally do because you do have to make a decision, and it finally probably comes to your gut, out of your gut, more than out of your, you know, your thinking, mm-hmm. right? But getting there, right, is can take too long. So you say that you see both sides of, you know... Uh, often, yes. So does that mean that you tend to be more open-minded than other people because of that? Like you try to understand the other side? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I mean, yeah. All right. I would say. Well, speaking of, you know, character traits, I actually have a question. So sometimes I hear people describe themselves as ambitious. Now, do you think that's a good thing or a bad thing? Being ambitious. It depends on if you're a woman or a man. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm, In what way? Well, we women shouldn't be ambitious. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about old fashioned. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it's the the man who is ambitious. He's going out. He's getting it. And we're supposed to be the homemaker. Um, And I say this like you're not around people like that. But there's Mm -hmm. a whole chunk of American society that still believes that. 
Yeah, I'm not around people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your expression. <laughs> you can see by my face. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you're like, yeah. You're like women can't be ambitious. Says who? <laughs> okay, what what do you guys think? Is it a good thing or a bad thing to be? Uh, well, I would, you know, I, I, that's a, one. Of, that's one of those qualities that is f- so far from me, mm-hmm. right? I am a non-ambitious person. I mean, which is another maybe that's a <laughs> character defect. But uh, whatever it is that makes somebody ambitious as such, I don't have any of that. Mm-hmm. I have like zero, zero, which is bad. It could be um, negative, for instance, if someone does want to um, get things done and another person doesn't want to see them get that, that, those things done, they could say, oh, he's very ambitious. Mm. It's very negative. I think yeah, ambitious- I, I don't think of it as negative in people who are ambitious, right? Well, it's, just, would- it's just very strange to me because it's not how I work. I would say that ambitious can be very negative when people are ambitious and while trying to work on achieving their goal, they're ready to hurt other people. I think in this way, ambitious is a negative trait. Right. But if you are ambitious, you have your goals and you're ready to work hard yeah, to achieve them without, you know, hurting other people, then it might be a positive one, you know, depending on how right. you yeah, act. Yeah, no, I think it's it's necessary, right, to people that build things and do things and you know that's mm-hmm. takes ambition yeah so what about what about your family so do you have the same kind of personality as your parents or your siblings if you have siblings i don't know you have a lot to say on yeah. this i i guess so having there are, there are three of us and uh, i think we're all different but uh, as uh, the proverb says uh, birds of a feather flock together right so uh, all mm, our family. So I think we share uh, one or two qualities. Uh, like what? Being uh, open, mm-hmm. I think, at least to each other, right? And uh, I haven't noticed that much uh, in many other families of my friends and mm-hmm. uh, maybe my colleagues who I interact with quite uh, closely. But I think being open uh, to the world, being open-minded as well, and uh, stubborn. Mm-hmm. Stubborn. <laughs> We're all stubborn. I love it how you missed that when I asked you to describe yourself. You're like, oh. uh, just... <laughs> it's a great combination, open-mindedness and stubbornness. Yeah, yeah uh, that's, that's also a kind of paradox. <laughs> hell of a no. mixture, uh, yeah. So... Um, I think uh, being stubborn, uh, it's uh, if we talk about zodiac signs and so on, uh, so many of them and many of our family uh, members so have that uh, personal trait uh, in their zodiacs, yeah, like Capricorns, uh, Aries, Leos. So mm-hmm. if we talk about that. I have no idea if uh, the zodiac uh, influences uh, people as much as it says, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we can't but notice that thing, yeah. So, and that's you and your siblings. And what about you three and your parents? I included my parents. Oh, they're, so they're you both... all share the same. My both parents are Aries. Uh, the grandma uh, that uh, is with us uh, still, uh, so she is an Aries. So imagine uh, how uh, burning mixture uh, we uh, 
make it all together. Two Leos, three Aries, and one Capricorn. Poor thing. Poor brother. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Barbara, do you have any siblings? I do. Um, We were born so far apart that that we weren't really close. The first two, or the first three kids were closer. Mm -hmm. And then the next kid was like five years later, and then I was five years later. So... Yeah, we're very uh, much dif- very different. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about you, your siblings, and your parents? Do you does anybody share you know some kind of character trait? I'm like my mother of how she would have liked to have been. Um, she was a free thinker, and she had this free free spirit about her, but she was unable to um, really put this into practice Mm -hmm. and so I'm very much like how she would have liked to be I Mm -hmm. think she'd be pretty proud of me aww alright I'm looking at Gary uh, yeah (laughs) I am I am I have some character traits that are from my parents uh, from my dad well my dad uh, was pretty methodical and uh he was, uh, he, if the family had money, he might have become an architect, mm-hmm. uh, but the family didn't, we didn't, they didn't have any money, so he had to quit college after a year, and so he didn't do that, but he went into business and and uh, accounting, and that's an exact kind of thing, and so he's got, he was very persistent and methodical and and also extremely even-tempered, which I basically am, although I do have a little bit of my mother who is not so even-tempered. Uh, but So that's from my dad and from my mother. Um, she is quite, now that she's, especially now that she's quite old, um, she's quite reclusive, not, not, not social, not genuinely not, not social, um, and she's fine. I mean, she lives by herself. She's nine, almost 94 years old. And she lives by herself absolutely fine. And she, uh, I mean, she's, she had, she has just enough contact. You know, I call her twice a week and mm-hmm. she's got a neighbor that looks in and talks with her maybe for an hour a week. And that's plenty. Oh, wow. That's enough for her. Any more than that. And it just, she, she, can't handle, which is odd because strange thing is my mother in high school was like super outgoing into everything. The, I mean, she was in member of every club and she was a, a majorette. You know what a majorette is? Majorette is a, is a baton twirler. She takes Mm, a baton mm -hmm, and she goes, mm -hmm. she leads a marching band onto the field and so she was a performer. I mean, basically, she was a kind of a performer. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was a big high school, and it was during the war, and so it was a thing that you did. And 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 I mean, and she was into absolutely everything um, to the max, which I can't even imagine, given her mm-hmm. well, maybe reclusive you know, by- tendencies. You know, I mean, uh, and my grandmother was the same way. She was quite reclusive. Maybe by a certain age, you just get tired of all the people and the mundane things that they want to talk about. You just just leave me alone. 
Maybe she did. Maybe it was. Yeah. Maybe it was just too too much of that. And I th- maybe 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 her mother was pushing her. I don't know what the dynamics were there. Um, I mean, she was. Yeah, that's that's interesting because sometimes we um, need to prove something to ourselves, mm-hmm. and this is why we are ambitious or do something. And then once we've proved it to ourselves, it's like, well, what's the deal now? Now I, <laughs> oh, now I be can be what I want to be. <laughs> Now I can do what I want to do. Yeah, there are yeah, there might be different reasons. Yeah. yeah also, also, sometimes you know, we might change a little bit. You know, we change what we do. We change our occupation, um, our surrounding people around us change. You know, and that you know can reflect on us. You know, and our character as well. Yeah, I mean, people do change, but that seems to me to be I I can't even understand it given. Well, as soon as my parents went into business, then my mother had to be social with people that maybe she didn't want to be social with mm-hmm. or didn't feel adequate, maybe, <laughs> even though she was. Mm-hmm. I mean, who's mm-hmm. adequate? Who's not adequate, right? I mean. <laughs> or who's adequate? Yeah, or adequate, <laughs> just any of that. And who's any of that? Uh, yeah. But that somehow, I don't know. But anyway, so how it went from... And, not that many years. I, I don't know. Something changed there, but anyway, I don't quite understand that. But the the tendency to you know, like COVID, if I gotta kind of change how I relate to people, the number of people, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm fine. I came to, to Russia, you know, ba- or I came to Nova Spirsk anyway by myself. It's fine. It's fine. You know, and I go about what I'm doing. It's fine. You know. I mean, it's better with more people and, mm-hmm. and you know, uh, all of that, but it's, it's, it's fine. I'm, I'm okay, you know, um, and not everybody's okay in that. It's, I remember a book I read, which was called, I'm Fine in Other Lives. <laughs> right, yes. <laughs> what are you trying to say? Right. Nothing. I'm telling you. Just the, remember I'm, the name I'm, of the I'm, book. I'm, t- I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you, the, it's all the truth. Well, I completely relate to that. I, I, I think I like to... I don't know why, but I always want to prove to myself how strong I am, how courageous I am, that I can get things done. And then I'll go back into my little cavern and shake, you know, like a little poodle or a chihuahua. Say, no, get Aww. the strength. Okay. Well, chihuahuas, your- <laughs> you know, are 50% of anger. So, you know, oh. it's 50% fear and shaking. Yeah, and 50% fear and anger. anger. <laughs> yeah, and then you go out and go, okay, I've got to do this. All right. You know, it's always interesting to see um, how, oh, let's say, how different people are from their parents or how similar they are to their parents. You know, because sometimes there is absolutely nothing children and parents have in common. And sometimes it's the other way around. What does that depend on? Because I sometimes try to, well, look at my family. And let's say my sister is in a way like my mom in terms of character, you know, she's um, she's quite narrow-minded. She's very stubborn. God, she's very stubborn. But um, I, for example, am just like my dad because my dad was, uh, you know, he was very sociable, but at the same time, you know, quite reserved. So whatever he thought, really thought, he kept to himself. So we share that. So, and then we have, you know, like two pairs my mom and my sister and then me and my dad so because I'm not in any way like my mom and my sister is in no way like my dad like halfsies 
really. So and that's actually, in, that, that's that's interesting. Uh, we have a family of six now, yeah, and uh, we are we we share uh, some uh, character traits uh, common uh, to all of us, but uh, everybody says that I'm like my mom. Mm. If we Do talk. you agree with that? I don't know. People say it's like uh, who judges better, yeah? The other person or you personally. I don't know. Uh, but uh, the idea is uh, many friends of mine, they tell me that I look like my mom at least, yeah? Mm-hmm. That the voice is similar, that the uh, maybe uh, appearance, uh, how tall we are, how uh, slim and so on, yeah? And uh, in some way, I think I look, uh, not I look, uh, I think I'm more like my grandma from my father's side, uh, his, mo- his mother, um, being open, being sociable, and at the same time, yeah, being uh, that opposite to a party animal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so just being so <laughs> so closed uh, in your uh, inner world, yeah, and uh, when a lot of energy is necessary just to uh, find uh, another uh, resource to... Mm-hmm. So when you're talking about um, other people saying, "Oh, you're like your mother," yeah. or something, and you and you're saying, "No, I, I I don't see it." I don't see it, but uh, if we talk about you know uh, the way the people behave, uh, not about the uh, character uh, or maybe uh, appearance, but sometimes the movements. Uh, right, like yes. like um, I might mm-hmm. sneeze or mm-hmm, cough, mm-hmm. and I'll say, "That sounds just like my mom." Right. Have you ever done that? I think yes. Yeah. I think yes, and uh, maybe the laughter, maybe the yeah, way some we little sound. Talk, uh-huh, mm-hmm. Right. The way we talk and so on. Sometimes uh, when we used to have a landline phone, yeah, sometimes people uh, couldn't differentiate uh, who was talking me or my mom. Yeah. Oh. If we talk about the voice uh-huh. or right, maybe right. the. Uh, the, the intonation, the, intonation, or, or even, the rhythm, um, and so on. Handwriting. Sometimes I'll write a certain letter and go, "That looks like my mom's handwriting." <laughs> I tried when I was a kid. I tried to um, copy my mom's uh, handwriting, but no. But it might be just like For one what little... reason? <laughs> oh yeah, <that> <laughs> just to make uh, well, you're the fake signatures in the. <laughs> Right. Please excuse Adriana from school today. She's very sick. (laughs) So that kind of brings a question. So is our personality the result of nature or nurture? So is it genetical genetics or is it the upbringing? What do you think? I think genetics influences um, that if we talk about... um, Tempo, yeah. Uh, But uh, the other things, it's more uh, like nurture, yeah. Uh, It's bringing up or the society that's around you that influences uh, and your development as a a person, yeah. So, yeah, definitely the the environment because mm-hmm. uh, my mother was in the old fashioned and she had one foot in the old fashioned world and one foot in the mm. woman's movement and something she would say to me i go oh that is so old fashioned that's what a horrible message to give to your daughter and i'd i'd say nothing but just some horrible mm-hmm. um sexist kind of thing about women 
And so it's the environment that shapes you mm-hmm. and um, combination of those things. And sometimes also if you look at someone and you'd like to not be like them. And so they're a great uh, example of what not to mm-hmm. be like. Yep. Agree. Agree. Gary, what do you think? Um, I'm thinking maybe like both. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you surprised here that I can see both sides? <laughs> I know you want me to come down on one or the other. No, uh, I don't. No? Oh, you don't. Okay, I can be in the middle on this one. All right. Uh, yeah, I think it has, I mean, there's obviously something that that um, nature gives you, right? You kind of, That's your basic, some basic uh, characteristics there. Um and then there's a lot that's determined by your experience, right? And uh, and depending on how close, like if, as far as the, how one might resemble or not resemble your parents, um, uh, maybe it depends on how much time you spend with them, right? And your attitude mm-hmm. toward them and things like that. And I think it's just a general impress. I... I I didn't would never have thought when I was younger that I would end up it's not the right word but end up like you know like my parents uh but to some degree you do right only but in my case because I spent a lot of time I worked with them and so forth you know uh for years and so that made more of an impression probably on me than if I'd had another group pressing something else on me Right, mm-hmm. I think you, we we do we are formed by people around us, right? Whether it's our parents or mm-hmm. other group that that we choose or that is kind of chosen for us, where we end up. So, I'd say both. Yeah, I I I absolutely I totally agree. I would just say that the extent to which you know they determine our personality might be different because I can't deny the fact that our surrounding, you know, and let's say people we spend time with affect the way we act and affect our personality so and then you know you might be lucky to be surrounded by people who make you you know improve who make you a better person or Mm -hmm. you might be unlucky you know and as you barbara have mentioned you know um sometimes there are people who you see and you realize you don't want to be like them but sometimes if you are well i don't want to say weaker but sometimes these people affect the way you behave and you change for the worse Yeah, yeah but it's been it's been proved that um, genes do affect and genetics, you know, do affect what kind of personality we have. But it's not just one single gene, but rather a combination of those. And of course, they do not, you know, determine what kind of personality we're going to have to the full. They might just slightly affect. And what's interesting, and I want to um, read this if you allow me, but there was a study in... Um, in Minnesota, which studied 350 pairs of twins between 1979 and 1999. And participants included both identical twins and fraternal twins. And in this 350 pairs, some of the twins were raised together, but some of the twins were raised apart. And what was interesting is that um, personalities of identical twins were similar no matter if they were raised together or if they were raised apart. So which shows and which means that to some extent, there is a genetical element that, you know, determines what kind of personality we are going to have. But 
I have not found any research on whether, you know, that has been further de- further researched. So that's kind of interesting to look well, up. I, I think there's a lot of twin studies. Yeah, that, yeah, but that's about twins. But I mean, what about non, not twins? Yeah, well, twins twins take take the genetic part. Uh, they make it something that you can compare because uh, twins have the same genetic, mm-hmm. uh, identical twins do the same genetic um, makeup, right? And so you can say, okay, well, there, that's that. And then if they're, if they end up similar in their, despite being in different environments, then that's pretty, pretty persuasive anyway. But it would be good to have it duplicated, you know, like and done many times over to prove that it's really the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm really curious about, you know, not twins at uh-huh. least, you know, whether whether that will be researched or whether that is being researched. Yeah, but I haven't found anything yet. So maybe that's just... I'm sure they're studying that. I'm sure they're studying it, but I don't... The literature, as they say. I don't know. <laughs> okay, and what about... So Alona has already mentioned this and touched upon this. So we've talked about genetical side surrounding. What about our zodiac sign and the day that we were... Our birth date. Does that affect our personality? What do you think? I don't know. When I was a kid, um, in my maybe 12 year, uh, 13 years old, yeah, I was really fascinated by all that. And I was really interested in Zodiac, uh, in different horoscopes, uh, the uh, hand... Uh, the palm reading? Uh, palm reading, right. And uh, Pythagoric uh, squares and uh, so on, right? It was so uh, exciting just to examine, to study, mm-hmm. and to see if you uh, have some character traits that are given uh, in the descriptions of the zodiac signs. And sometimes it was really fun when you read the zodiac sign, for example, I don't know, uh, Sagittarius, yeah? So you read it and you see, hmm, I have pretty much the same <laughs> characteristics in my own. But you're not a Sagittarius. Of course, I'm a Leo, yeah, according to the... okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's that? But uh, sometimes it was fun to read. Uh, you see, oh, the people uh, who uh, share that uh, zodiac sign, yeah, and you see, for example, Napoleon, and you're like, oh, of course, <laughs> when I grow up, I will become the one of the greatest people uh, of the world. Well, yeah, it's a questionable your desire, but okay, of course, uh, yeah. You, right. you and one twelfth of the human race. <laughs> so <laughs> all these little Napoleons. Wait, what, right. what zodiac sign are you? So Alona, you're a Leo. I'm a Libra. A Libra. I'm a Scorpio, and I'm an Aries. So, and what uh, things have you heard about, like typical personality traits uh, of mine your is, zodiac? Mine sign? is kind of unique because uh, mine has the low base Scorpion. That will sting you if you, you know, say something or do something that we don't like. And then we have this high-flying eagle symbol to symbolize our, you know, our loftiness. Scorpio. Yeah. Okay. I heard actually that 
wow, we actually are four of us represent the zodiac signs that usually people don't want to deal with for some. Because <laughs> right. oh, people, you're like, a Scorpio. I oh. actually have heard girls saying like, oh, this is not going to work out, you know, like in uh-huh. their relationship. I'm like, why? Well, you know, he's a Libra or he's a Leo. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, Gary, what do you heard uh, about Libras? The only one, I, the only sign I know anything about is my is my sign, and <laughs> so, what I know is minimal. So well, I, had, you know, I was the opposite. I had no just, interest. You I had just zero like interest. your sign because the Libra is the scale. Yeah, no, and know, you yeah, can't even, decide certain things. Yeah, no. So it's, the you're problem exactly is it, like a Libra, right? It sort of fits. <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah, because I think. I don't. I think it's gotta be rubbish. Because I heard, I heard <laughs> there's there's like you know a stereotype that all Leos are very vain, and that all Aries are very stubborn. I'm not stubborn. I'm not conflicty. I'm not aggressive. Like come on. And when I say that to people, you know, who say like, oh, zodiac sign actually do determine what kind of personality you have. They're like, all the areas are stubborn and conflicty and aggressive and moody. And I say I'm none of those things. I hate conflict. I would do anything to avoid conflict. And they say, yeah, what's your birth date? I'm like 16th of April. They're like, mm. kind of close to the Taurus then. Maybe Taurus <laughs> is affecting your zodiac right. sign. I'm like, right. that's being on the cusp, you know, <laughs> on the cusp of that. That's like the, a week before, a week after or something. Yeah. I'm like, wait, but isn't Taurus also supposed to be like, you know, very arrogant and stubborn. stubborn. Yeah, the bull, the stubborn bull. <laughs> so they're so. like, maybe it's your, remember we talked about this, like rising sign right. and yes. the moon sign and then whatever. So you don't believe in any of this? No, I don't. I don't. I, don't. I mean, I it's, don't it's interesting, it. you know, because my, my, everybody in my family is Libras also. So I'm like Libras all the way down, uh, except my mother is not so the a fifth Libra. Genera- fifth think- generation Libra. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, if not second, yeah, second generation. Just, just the immediate family. I have seen, I've seen a video um, on on YouTube where uh, several people were asked for the. It, it was some kind of a, some kind of an experiment. So, and they were asked to provide their birth date, uh, the city they were born in, and their favorite color. And then they were given results, you know, about their personality. So, and then there were four people and they were giving, you know, these, this list of, you know, in the description and they would read that, you know, and the camera would shoot them, you know, and they were all in separate rooms and they're like, oh, how would they, it's something I would not even admit to myself, but that's so true. So one girl said, it says you tend, your aspirations tend to be unrealistic, but you're afraid to admit it to yourself, you know, and something (laughs) like that. She's like, and that that line kind of struck me to my core and you know and then they were all asked you know to come out of the rooms and they're like so what do you think and people said well you know sometimes it was like ah yeah okay kind of like that and some phrases which is so true i didn't even tell about it to anybody and then the woman said do you want to maybe you know to quote something to read something out loud they're like yes yes there was this line and the girl for example reads this line and the guys look at her like I have the exact same oh, phrase. So they yeah, were all exactly. given the exact yeah. same description. And uh. the woman, the psychologist and sociologist who, were, who was conducting this experiment said, we tend to believe these descriptions very often because they are very general. Yes. They're written right, in such right. a way that it can be applicable to absolutely anyone. I mean, who doesn't have aspirations that sometimes tend to be unrealistic? <laughs> right. I mean, no one's going to say, you know, read 
the description something like, well, you are rather smart, but you tend to put some effort, you know, into it and you tend to be sometimes, you know, lazy sometimes. Nobody's going to say, oh, no, I'm dumb. Like that is absolutely I'm, not true. I'm dumb and I'm never lazy. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this isn't me. So, yeah, this, this is just very, very general. Yeah. I also have a friend who works in a newspaper and she just creates these horoscopes and everything. Oh, just like, I, I guess she has a list of phrases and yeah. she puts them in different absolutely. columns. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the, right. It's, you know. All yeah. right. And what about- I have unrealistic aspirations. Well, who has realistic aspirations? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I, I aspire to work at McDonald's. <laughs> yes. Right. I, I, I hope I can make it before before I go. <laughs> right. Yes. So, and do you think that? Uh, let's no offense to our listeners who work at McDonald's. <laughs> work at McDonald's. Yes. All right. His aspiration was to <laughs> was work. to work, <laughs> especially yes. Um, my apologies. Yeah. So, and do you do you think that um, let's say our job can somehow, or well, a person's job can reflect their personality? Sure. In what way? Well, I think I mean, it, depending on how much freedom we you know we have now, we have the luxury that we can choose work based on what we want to do. I mean, go back a couple of generations mm-hmm. and it was like, well, what kind of work is there, mm-hmm. right? What kind of job can you actually get? And so you didn't have the you know the luxury, call it a luxury, of making these choices that now we can say, well, who am I? And, and based on that, I'm going to find a work that I can, that I'm going to enjoy, you know. I mean, I don't know if my grandfather enjoyed it. My grandfathers enjoyed their work and found it fulfilling. They just mm-hmm. found it necessary. I think that right? was farming, right? Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't farming, but it was. Uh, that, that was your history. No, no. Uh, city people. Yeah, they've, my one grandfather was a tool and die maker and called a machinist traitil here. Yeah, you know? that, that reminds me of my, my poor mother. Um, in the days of the Depression, in the 30s, I guess she was, it must be in the 1930s, you know, having to get a job somehow and be independent in a world where the woman's aspiration is to find a, a great catch and get married because that's because you're economically dependent on men. Mm-hmm. And so um, she was able to get a some training of sec- uh, go to a secretarial school. And so she got some skills and she was able to do this throughout her whole life. Mm-hmm. Not that she wanted to be a secretary, but she was good and, you know, she made a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But now, now we can be expressive, you know, we can, um, which is just a, it is a luxury compared to earlier generations. Or, mm-hmm. yeah. My, my grandma uh, worked as a, crane driver uh, at the factory. Are you serious? Yes. Uh, not the factory, at the plant, uh, one of the plants in Novosibirsk. For 40 years, guys, for 40 years, uh, she'd been uh, like moving uh, the yeah. objects. For, we from call them operators, crane op- operator. operators. Yeah. Right, so operator. And so for 40 years, uh, some she had day shifts, night shifts, so... Uh, oh, and, wow. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah. And uh, I I doubt that she really uh, wanted to be a crane operator back then. Uh, Do you know what she might have wanted to be? Uh, she wanted to be a teacher. 
she wanted to be a teacher. What made her? What made her be a crane operator then? Necessity, I think. Was the, that the during need. the war? Uh, so no, uh, it was later. It was uh, late fifties, I think, already. And uh, so the world uh, needed. Uh, constructors, uh, the world needed engines, and she worked at the plant uh, that uh, pro- provided, uh, ma- manufactured the engines, the uh, big uh, machines. Oh, and wow. So uh, she had to uh, be at the part of all that. And uh, fantastic. Yeah. I think my my grandmother was an exceptional woman. Um, through hard times, she actually built her own little cabin. And of course, my mother would live in this cabin because she was a little girl. She was a, a hairdresser. She she ran a boarding house. She did so many different things. And it was kind of that free spirit, pioneer spirit mm-hmm. kind of Is way. Is this the grandmother that's or this the family that's in Mansfield, Ohio? Right, yes, oh, that wow. one's and and she out on the frontier. Out on the frontier. Yes, the frontier. And it wasn't necessarily <laughs> just in Ohio. That was just one of her many places. Uh-huh. It could be Tennessee, uh, the Ozarks. I mean, wherever she was. Ozark. Isn't yeah, where are the Arkansas. Ozarks? Arkansas, because I remember seeing Ozark Mountains, and that was in Arkansas. Yeah. All right. Oh wow. Well, and since we're talking about personality, I can't but ask you: What do you think about all those personality tests? So the the Myers Briggs personality tests, all the numerous ones that there are. I like doing a few from time to time, just for fun. Just for fun to see uh, how wrong they are. Or how right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's so just fascinating. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't believe them, of course. And, uh, you know, all those horoscopes or something, it's just uh, entertaining, I think. Well, but horoscopes, you know, they tell you some things based solely on your birth date, whereas personality taste tests, right. uh-huh. they tell you some things based on your answers on certain yes. questions. Uh, when I uh, used to work for uh, one of the big companies, uh, we had to uh, pass uh, such tests from time to time to see the um, to make the climate of uh, the group or the department better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, I don't know how they uh, actually... I can just imagine, I'm sorry, we have to fire you. Oh, no, why? Well, yeah. your personality type just does not Yeah, number fit. seven. Yeah, you didn't quite. kind But of. then I think that mm-hmm. if you knew that you were being graded on your personality, mm-hmm. you might fudge a little bit and say, hmm, what right. answer would they like for me to give? Sure. <laughs> so uh, there were uh, answers given so you could see clearly uh, the outcome, yeah? Uh, of uh, some and uh, before or because of that probably you uh, uh-huh. would give the answer that the company mm-hmm. needed yeah that the HR manager uh, will see and evaluate the way that was necessary it sets goal do you set goals and yeah. achieve them <laughs> yeah no absolutely yeah. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. no I'm completely indifferent to everything <laughs> yeah. in fact I just want to pick up my paycheck and not even come in yeah that's right <laughs> if that's, that's right. possible yeah, just mail it to, mail it to my yeah. home <laughs> you don't mind that's right so in some ways, I think uh, so. such a personality or tests or uh, the tests that uh, evaluate your uh, job experience and uh, skills, uh, some t- 
times they are quite clear to see. Okay, so so one time yeah. I took a test uh-huh. and and it came up that I should be a clerical worker uh-huh. with you know and we're, we're talking uh-huh. about typing and uh-huh. okay that's going to be yeah. <laughs> that's going to be a mess. <laughs> Have you ever heard about Mayer Briggs test? No, I googled it before the. Podcast, I might be wrong, no. but I think Gary has listened to a podcast about I it. I started to listen to it. I, I've, <laughs> I've heard the story before. I had heard the story before. It's kind of a, it's a, I, and I only had time to listen to like half of this series that was about the Myers-Briggs, which mm-hmm. is really a big deal now. I mean, serious companies, you know, I don't know what company you were working for, but um, they really use the, te- I mean, they really use the test. Mm-hmm. And so it probably, if people would be honest, I mean, completely. But, but like you say, <laughs> yeah. you can tell what companies want. You know, you want self-starting people. Mm-hmm. You, want, uh-huh. you, you know, you know what people want. They can, you know, team players. Mm-hmm. I mean, who who wants some guy that's going to be, you know, going doing his own thing and can't work uh-huh. with anybody and doesn't take yeah. orders and can't li- <laughs> not a listener. You know, I mean, <laughs> just <Sorry>. antisocial. <laughs> Are you describing yourself? <laughs> I just went through my Myers Briggs self test that I took on the way over. Well, those, those who are, fail. Right. Yeah. You can't fail the personality Fire. test. Well, yeah, maybe most people yeah. can't, Gary. But yeah, the man failed the test. He, right. he broke. He broke the test. Yeah. Right. Well, for those who are not familiar with the Myers-Briggs test, the thing is that um, there are four categories that later make up a combination. So, and then these four categories are uh, extroversion, introversion. So, you know, which side you lean on. Um, sensing, intuition, thinking, feeling. and then Sen- Sensing, intuition? Yeah, sensing slash intuition. So, which side you lean on? Are you more of a sensible kind or the intuitive kind? Then there was... Aren't those the same? I don't think so. Like intuition, you trust your gut. Sensible, you trust your common sense. Okay, all right. Then there was uh, thinking slash feeling and judging slash perceiving. And Uh, then each of these categories has, has, I think, like 15, 20 questions or something like that. And then at the end, you get a... um, uh-huh. A combination of letters. So, uh-huh. for example, like ISTJ, for example. And then each of these 16 uh-huh. uh, types has a certain name. For example, the protector or the architect, the mediator. Uh-huh. I heard that thing, but uh, it's uh, socionics. Socionics. What's that English for? Socionica. Well, that, yeah? that so would give yeah, some kind of a personality this. type, mm-hmm. a name like... Yeah. Um, well, I know in Russian, you know, Borky, they, give, they, uh, give na- yeah. they give names mm-hmm. of certain... Dostoevsky and other, Yesenian type, or so on. Yeah, I What is that. interesting is that some people kind of take it to the extreme. Yeah. And, you know, and, um, well, at those times when I was on Tinder, there were some people who were like, what type are you? I have no clue. And then if you, like, take the test and you say, oh, I'm like ISTJ, they're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not compatible with this kind. Yeah. So nothing's going to work out. I'm sorry. <coughs> Goodbye. Have a good life. Mm-hmm. What? Like, I, I don't know how I could take this test because 
I think I would tend to put the answers of how I would like to be the, mm. the better version yeah. of yeah, myself. The same, always, the same yes. Yes. Oh, I'd yes. like to be like yes. that. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to be honest because <laughs> you'd break the test. Right? You'd fail the so test. the other extreme <laughs> is fail the personality. Yeah, the team come out like as an angel no or personality. something. <laughs> you well, got a zero score on the personality. That is also true. In all these tests, we want to be a little bit, you know, better than we really are, even yeah. if we're just doing it for ourselves. And that would really lead to some bad results. You know what I mean? It's too bad if people, it probably is useful. I, this podcast, I did listen to part of it and it's, it's really, really interesting. Um, I, I think, um, but it was, it was Myers and Briggs. Uh, I'm going to probably not get the information correct, even though I just listened to it, but um, it was this, uh, this, can I tell a story? Mm-hmm. Let's take a second. Um, this uh, woman was, um, this was uh, early, beginning of the 20th century, right? Not, not terribly long, well, you know, 100 years ago now. Uh, but she was, uh, um, she was uh, married to, she was a hyperachiever herself. She married an achiever husband. And, uh, but because of the times, she couldn't really you know, she was limited to the marital roles mm-hmm. and it's going to be wife and mother. And so um, she ended up, she uh, had one child and uh, she, who was a, a, a daughter uh, named, uh, was Briggs. She ended up being Briggs, um, I think. And and uh, she put this woman that you know, was highly motivated woman put herself entirely into raising her child and who, you know, just trying to perfect her, her, you know, her behavior Mm -hmm. and her, her curiosity and her creativity. And she became this incredibly talented, multi-ability type person who is, I think, the Briggs or the, my, one of the mother and the daughter, it's a mother-daughter pair. Mm-hmm. It's not psychologist, professional psychologist, but this mother poured herself into her daughter who became extremely unusual, very accomplished in a lot of things, who, who then uh, the mother became fixated on how to uh, influence the world through training because she had been so successful in training and she wrote a column that was syndicated and so... Uh, a lot of people were reading it, so she had a you know pretty large circle of influence for the time. And <clears throat> the daughter then, of course, left the nest and went to do, make her own life and all of this. And uh, so the mother somehow made connection with Carl Jung, mm-hmm. who is a very famous mm-hmm. psychi- you know, psychiatrist, psychologist of the of the Freud same time period mm-hmm. as Sigmund Freud. Um, and she was completely fascinated with his views and became like this, let's say, an acolyte or just, uh, you know, like a, almost a worshiper of, of Jung. And uh, because he had come up with this theory of personality types. And <clears throat> basically, through the influence of Jung, um, she developed this typology, mm-hmm. right? Which she then. Uh, made into a system to try to, you know, make her impact on the, on the universe, on the world, you know, and she ended up being the creator of the Myers-Briggs mm-hmm. personality test. And the part that I got to listening to it was in the daughter's life, 
uh, she went to college and she met a guy uh, that she fell in love with and she married. And it turned out that he was completely different from her. He was like a farm boy, you know, mm-hmm. and all of this kind of stuff. And she's this very hyper, hyper, you know, person. I don't know what the exact differences were, but they, they had a lot of conflict because they were different on, on these four parameters, right? Mm-hmm. These four things that, that Katya just mentioned, right? I mean, they were different on three of them. They were like opposite mm. on three, on three like of them. It sounds like it's a really good guide. I mean, it could be yeah. a, like a basic guide. Well, what it did was, what it did was, it saved her marriage. They were having, they were just in constant conflict because they were so different, you know, basically. But because this whole system was able to explain that, okay, well, this is just, you know, how a person of this kind of temperament or views, you know, how they see the world and here's how you see it and how he's out, that they managed to, you know, they were married for 60 years or whatever. And uh, I think that shows the difference between generations or, you know, the difference between the attitude to it because they found out that they were different on three out of four categories. And yet they use that to understand the differences and to work this out. Whereas nowadays people just say, oh, you're too different. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't want to deal with you. Like, which is a totally different approach and probably not even a correct one. Like, Yeah, well, this was the old school, right? That they, you know, they fell in love. They got married and, you know, mom, mama, who was this high-powered woman who had raised the daughter to be this super child, you know, and now she's disappointing mama, you know, but now, <laughs> you know, big time. Yeah, well, they both wanted to work on their marriage. They, they had both, to, they they had both to wanted have. to yeah, do well, they that. Were, that. And that's was a the generation difference between where what, that's what Katya, you're, what you're saying. Because a, a lot of times we're thinking, well, we don't want to waste our time. You're too different. Let me just, you know, move on. Mm. Right, so, but it was but already kind of too late. You know, yeah, at that point, they would consider it, you know, and the time was such that you would try to work it out, you know. And they did. And they amazingly, apparently they did because she was now, I think, 79 years old and they'd been married for 60 years. Mm-hmm. And, it's like those circles that are put together and part of the circle shares the part mm-hmm. of another circle. And so you find common ground if you can kind of let that person have their space and then mm-hmm. you find some. Right, if you can understand that the other person is just coming from this really different place. Mm-hmm. Right? And they probably and can, won't change because that's who they are. Right, that's yeah. right. That's their their nature, right? I actually have a, a question, which is going to be my last question. But you said, and they probably won't change. So does that mean that we can never change our personality or can we? I think we can. I think we can work on it with the things that we want to change. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. That's a good yeah, point. Yeah, no, I, I think you can change anything you want to change, and I'll agree that, you, but you have to really, really want to change them, right? It takes a lot of effort, but uh, it is possible. Mo- most of think, uh, things can be changed, yes. So we unanimously okay. agreed that we can change uh-huh. our personality yeah. only if we want to. Yeah. But nobody can change anybody without you know, their consent in this case. Yeah. All right. Oh, that has been very, very interesting. Now I really want to read a little bit more into the, you should send the link to that podcast. I will. Actually, yeah. You it's know. called. So that, oh, that sounds interesting. should maybe mention it or you can put it in the notes. To the thing. <laughs> I, you could just leave a comment, but 
Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. You just resist it, you know, like, Gary, that, you can leave a comment. No. That's the how he is and he'll never change. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because he doesn't want to. <laughs> right, right. He doesn't want to change. No. All right. So, and what about you, dear listeners? What do you think about personality tests, zodiac signs, and all that? Feel free to, you know, send your comments in our VK group under the podcast. We are always there to chat with you. All right. So that was the Big Apple School podcast. And today we discussed personality traits. Thank you for listening. And remember, if you struggle to understand our conversation, you're always welcome to our website, which is bigappleschool.com slash podcast, where you can find full scripts of each episode. Um, and you can read the script and listen to the podcast. And that's just amazing. And also you can check out the website itself, which is bigappleschool.com because you can find a lot of interesting stuff of that articles, videos, pictures, you name it. And if you want to get even more content, which will help you learn English, you can always follow us on the social media, such as Instagram, VK, YouTube, Telegram, and so on. Just search our name, which is again, Big Apple School. So that was Katja. And my guests for today were... Gary, Alona, and Varya. Stay tuned and we'll see you around.